Hi. Hi. I'm Liz. I'm Sasha. Welcome to Spill the Bottle Podcast. Episode two, Beware of the Frenemies. The Frenemies. I don't know why I just did that. The, 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 the Frenemies. 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 Oh my God. That's... What is a frenemy? A friend who in actuality is an enemy. Obvious by the name. Well, just in case. I love that for you. Okay. This one also Moving thought on. that I genuinely believe that people from Colombia spoke Colombian. <laughs> so, sar- like gullibility level is like here on this one. Moving on. I'm Sasha. I'm Liz. And let's get started. I really do feel like women are like our biggest obstacle as women. Like... And I know it sounds bad, but, like, hear me out. How many times have you walked into a party or met a boyfriend's family and the only thing you're panicked about is how the women are going to view you? I definitely worry more about a woman's opinion than a man's. When I'm getting getting dressed, I definitely think about, I need to look good. Not for no man. Even when I was single, not for no man. But I don't want no girl looking at me like. Right. That like sassy, yeah. judgy. Yeah, 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 yeah. And when I go to like a party, when I go to the mall, when I go somewhere, I immediately am worried about what that person's going to say about me. And I think it starts at a really young age. Yes. We talked about this a little bit. My brother was on a Nickelodeon show when I was growing up. And I came into the show as a little kid. And not going to lie, I was pretty cute when I was a little kid. (laughs) And uh, I was really young. You know, I was six. so Baby. I was a little baby. And um, I came in there and my sister hit it off with this one cast member really well. And this one cast member had it out for me at six. And I think when it got really bad, I was about seven. Um, But every chance she could get. Um, it was, oh, like, you can wear this because I'm tall and skinny and you're short and not. Girl, I'm seven. Right? Like, what, what, where's competition? It, it made no sense to me. And in my mind, I feel like, and now as an adult, as like a developmental specialist, like, it made me older than I was at seven. And I remember thinking all the time, I was always scared about how I looked in clothes. I... To this day, I'm constantly like, I'm short and fat. Oh, me too. I'm short and fat. It, it all started for me in eighth grade or in middle school or before. <sighs> Fuck middle school, man. <laughs> it was a girl who started making fun of me having a big forehead. And then it just kind of spiraled. Then it was like, she started it. Then this girl joined, then this girl joined, then this guy joined. And it ended up being, I think the most traumatic one for me was, so you know, like in school, you have to do the, you have to, you have to say the Pledge of Allegiance, right? Oh my God, I was laughing. I thought you were. No, seriously. They literally turned around and they pledged to my forehead. That's despicable. They're kids, though. They're kids. They were kids. Since this was done, I immediately worried every day about what these girls were going to say about me. I was worried about 
how they were going to make me feel or how I was going to feel. So I remember getting bangs. Like, I specifically remember I yeah. needed to get bangs to cover my forehead. And it is just so sad that at such a young age, I already have women tearing me down. Like, little girls. That, like, to We're this just, day you feel and remember. It's now that I'm 31 that I'm like, okay, I love my forehead. And if you don't like it, too damn bad. But it took a lot to get here. I feel like middle school was the actual worst. And the older I get, the more I realize... Middle school was worse than high school for me. For sure. And I think that my high school, honestly... I went to an all-girls high school. And shout out to Holy Angels, 09. Um, Some of the best experiences I've ever had in my life. With girls who, like, didn't put up with you talking shit about each other. They'd be like, go deal with it with Mm -hmm. her. Middle school, though, nightmare. I feel like middle school was definitely the worst for me. Um, and like, like the older I get, the more I realize, and I think that was true for a lot of people. And being that I studied development, like I understand that that's a tough age, right? You're trying yeah. to navigate your own insecurities. And, um, but I feel like that was my first time being really like fully back um, in like a school with kids that didn't know me, but they knew Danny. Mm. And... I feel like I was constantly picked on and always felt awkward around like the cool girls and like I didn't play soccer and I, you know, wasn't an athlete and it was just so difficult to ever feel like I like had a place. And then, so like I said, high school was great. I got out of high school. I met some friends. I love them all. But I'll never forget, like, being around them sometimes and hear them talking about each other. hmm And I would be like, what are you saying about me behind my you're back? you're not there? Yeah. Like, the level of hate that was even being spewed about people they claim to love. It was just so confusing. Like, how mm-hmm. could you be best friends with someone and then also, like, laughing <laughs> about them like that? And there was something about the, like joy that you could feel from people talking badly about somebody else that's always like kind of blown my mind women are way worse than men oh god i women are way worse than men i mean i know so middle school for me right high school was fine i dug myself into like theater and i made my theater friends and it was like different you know so i was fine college came around i went to two different schools which was okay. You know, I met great people, great friends. It was fine. We were all going to school for theater. Like, we were, like, the same kind of people. So that was fine. But I had, like, a group of friends, or I have a group of friends, um, my best friends from home, right? When we were younger, or people that have been in our lives, you know, let's say, always felt like with certain people, not specifically in that group, but just, like, in general, like, my people, I always felt like I had to up them like I was always being upped that competition yeah it was like an underlying competition it wasn't like an obvious one it wasn't like well my man does this and your man it was no it was not like specifically like but it was like indirectly like oh really but mm, 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 mm. and I do remember this one specific time where this person who apparently was supposed to be one of my best friends loved me 
I was going through a really weird, awkward time where, like, my body was, like, gaining weight, losing weight. It was bad, but my thyroid was going nuts, and I didn't know what was going on. And this person literally saw a picture of me, and I was like, oh, my God, thank God, I, you know, I've lost some weight. Like, I feel much better. She literally looked at me and said, yeah, you look like a fucking Oompa Loompa here. Jesus. And instead of me being like, you're so rude, I'm like, damn. Is she right? Yeah. And because of like feeling like that competition and maybe not being like as tall as them or as thin as them, I always did feel like the duff. I always felt like the fat, ugly friend. Like, it's yeah. amazing how somebody hitting on something that you are insecure about will change your response. Like you are somebody who normally would be like, fuck you. How dare you? Yeah. But she hit on something that you... Struggle with. Yes. It happened to me. I know I just praised my high school, but I'll never forget this one girl. I gave up my free period to do her makeup, and I'm in her face. I'm doing her makeup. She gets real close in my face, and she's like, you know, you're really not that pretty. You kind of look like one of those cartoon flies. Your eyes are, like, way too big for your head. Ask me how I survived that because I don't know. I just started laughing. and Yeah, I laugh at all I too. was like, ah, I... That awkward, like, what am I supposed to do? I have giant eyeballs. I've always been insecure about my eyeballs. They're massive. And having somebody hit on that thing... Specific thing, yeah. That, like, is such an insecurity of mine, like, got me. And, like, for, like, months. My mom picked me up from school that day. I was hysterical. I, like, couldn't catch my breath. I was crying so hard. It was, like, every fear I'd ever had, that girl confirmed. That one girl. It's hard. Insecurities are hard. But when you can identify that it's, like, an insecurity and as an adult be like, maybe that person didn't have it out for me. They were struggling with their own shit. Right? And every chance we got growing up, it was so much easier. Especially in the 90s. Especially in the 90s. Because it was like, feminism's a thing, but like, only if you're this kind of person. And you were only cool if you picked on the loser. And like... Yes. Oh my god, yes. There was like a bonding that happened when you picked on the girl who was weird. We had entire movies about a girl who took off her glasses and like, became amazing and then kind of got assaulted... In, at a high school prom, but now she was cool. Like, that's what we grew up on. That this is men. Sorry, no offense. Actually, fuck it. All the offense. <laughs> this is what the patriarchy did. It said, you know what? Why should we be the ones picking off women? Let's let them pick off each other. Yeah. Perfect. If they never get along and things never go well, they'll tell themselves apart. They'll never become the... And, and, and women are different. Like, we're spiteful. And I say we because we're women. Like, we can be spiteful. We can, like, nitpick. In my opinion, how you said, like, le- like how men think, right? To me, this is, like, a fear tactic. Yeah. Because imagine if women only loved and supported each other. Yes. Imagine if we were all on the same team. We were, like, this big-ass team. It, it would be the end of a man's world. Like, they wouldn't know what to do. 100%. They wouldn't be able to tear us down as bad as they do because we wouldn't feel so bad about ourselves. Correct. And we'd have... I'd have, like, a backbone. Yes. 
I feel like I see it all the time. We're talking about like how we're changing the world and women are getting better. And then you go on TikTok and all you see are these women just ripping apart other women. So I feel like we're getting better or I feel like we want to get better. I feel like it's like that diet. Like I'm going to go on a diet and I'm going to start on Monday. And then Monday comes around and you're like, you do really good Monday, Tuesday. And then whoop. And if I'm going to be honest, and if I'm going to throw myself under the bus and just be completely, because this is what we're, you know, this is what we're we're about, what we're doing. We all judge people. Don't tell me you don't judge people. We all judge, right? Something that I do personally to not only my picture, but to any woman's picture or video, I immediately look at what I think is wrong. Her armpit area is too dark. Her teeth are a little ugly. Her hair is a little off. Oh, she's gained some weight. Oh, she looks too thin. And I do that not only to other women, but I do it to myself. The same way, but I'll still be like, damn, she looks really good. But damn, that part. If that, if that would have been like a little tuck, like she would have looked perfect. Why? Why do I do this? Because it was my life growing up. Sasha, you look really beautiful. But like, if you just like do this, or if you just like do that, like, for example, I grew up, as an actress, my manager, I remember I walked into her office one day and I was wearing a headband. I was like super excited. And she was like, you look so beautiful, but take off the headband and it'll be like, you'll be like chef's kiss. I think it really starts with us. Like something that I have promised myself for the uh, for this year actually is I am going to stop picking at my pictures or women's pictures and just being like, oh, she looks good. Done. Oh, I look good. Done. Not I would look better. Just done. Positive. Yeah. Because I think that, you know, what we kind of wanted to do here was maybe give like some tools for when you experience friends like this who will do these like nitpicky Mm -hmm. kinds of things. And not in the way where like it's a stranger on the internet and you're, at the end of the day, the root cause is like you're doing it to yourself. So it feels better to also do it to somebody else. You know, we have like a couple options for how to like handle women like that, right? Mm -hmm. Personally, if I'm being honest, my move is to ghost them. I do not like confrontation. I do not like the stress or the anxiety that it causes for me to be like, you make me feel like shit about myself every time we're around. So I just slowly but surely pull myself out of that friendship just outing myself so anybody who I've done it to now you know why but I also feel like that's not helpful so me no I am I can be rude but not unkind I don't know if it's rude I will not slowly I will immediately cut the umbilical cord and I will immediately be like now now I do that now is Sasha an adult Young Sasha, no. I would, like, lose sleep. I would be afraid of losing other friends that were friends with this person or, like, in this group. Or I would be afraid of, like, uh. now, though, I'm, like, you're being messed up. You're being disgusting. I want to better myself as a human, but I can't do that with your negative energy and all this stuff. So you need to go. Love that. You need to go. Maybe these women don't know what they're doing, you know? Like, maybe they don't realize... That they're being toxic. So in you cutting yourself off and saying (coughs) you're being toxic, you're alerting them to their behavior. Yeah, it could be like a wake-up call. 
I think also like if you think somebody is just like really struggling with, um, you're going to laugh at me, like internalized misogyny, just like hating themselves as a woman and then hating other women because that's what they were raised on is like men are superior. Maybe just try to tell them like, hey, the way you're speaking, the things you're saying, they're really hurtful and they're not beneficial to women anywhere. And I think at the core of it is like what you were saying, like we all do it. We've all judged people. Like I'm not going to go down this rabbit hole, but I will never forgive myself. And again, I was like eight or nine years old. Like, no, I must've been younger than that. But Monica Lewinsky, in my mind as a little kid, I branded her as something terrible that I didn't even fully understand because that's what I heard. Mm-hmm. Like we've all done these things where we throw disgusting hate on other women and coming to that person who's maybe bringing it into your life and being like, listen, I've been here. I've done this. And just connecting from that place. Yeah. That might be a good place to start. Beware of the frenemies, but also beware of your own frenemy. Like maybe at the end of the day, getting through to the real frenemy is getting rid of the one in you. The frenemy that's looking at you in the mirror. Seriously. Get rid of that frenemy that's looking back at you and it'll be a better place. I think if we could have every person, every especially every woman cuz who cares about the other gender? Yeah, right now? if we can if every woman woke up every day being like I'm just not going to do that today. How much better our world would be? Or if we just complimented each other. Think about how shitty you feel on a day-to-day basis about something that you created yourself. Yeah, and one person can make you feel 10 times as bad by agreeing with you about it. Or 10 times better by disagreeing and being like, you're ridiculous. You're amazing. Love yourself because I love you and you're perfect. And we love you. Yeah. So we're going to say something nice about each other. Yes, this is our thing. But now I'm going to say something nice about you. Oh, ooh, this is great. I love this game. I could do this all day. I love your eyes. I love... Don't cry. Why am I going to cry? <laughs> I love... Ew, I'm going to cry. Oh, God. Why am I crying? Am I pregnant? Because do you know what I'm about to say? No. What? I love who you are, like, so fucking much. Oh, God. Oh, the my God. The energy you bring, the family you've created. Girl, I just said your eyes. Don't go racing. <laughs> you've brought... The joy I have had... Sitting here doing this shit with you for the last, I don't have a watch on. <laughs> hours. <laughs> hours. You've brought out something in me that I didn't think that I had in me. And oh, it is just incredible. And your beauty from the inside, <laughs> right out that fucking gorgeous face. Oh, can't deal. Stop it. So honestly, my goal with Spill the Bottle is that I hope... This resonates with the women that are listening to us or the men that are listening to us that have little girls or have little sisters or just know a woman who might need to be told she's a little prettier. Um, You know, just tell her that she's beautiful. I just hope that you guys feel what we're trying to do. And I want you to know that you are worthy. You're beautiful. You're intelligent. 
You're perfect. And don't let anybody tell you otherwise, especially yourself. Especially yourself. Over and out. Over and out.